Hello and welcome back to the Sports Entertainment and Marketing Podcast. My name is Brighton and this is episode three. For our first topic, we're going to be talking about out-of-box sales promotions for sports and events. So the objective for today is that we're going to be explaining the reasons for using out-of-box sales promotion and ideas. Um, so what are, what are the reasons to use an out-of-box sales promotion? One of the reasons is to catch people's attention. Another one is to create excitement for the event. And then the last one is to stand out to, from the competitors. So like you want to be able to be different, but in a good way. Some of the, there's some different types of method inside the box methods, such as traditional, been done before, and they can lose their effect, effectiveness. There are some types of sales promotions as well. There are coupons, contest, contests, and product samples. Now, some of the benefits of an out-of-the-box sales promotion is you get, you increase the entrance with the public. You get, uh, you generate publicity. So people start to really see you and be like, whoa, that's kind of cool. And then another one is you get to gain that competitive edge. So if your competitor isn't really, is just doing the standard thing that they've always been doing. If you do an out-of-the-box sales promotion, people are going to be like, whoa, that's different. I like that. And people are going to go from, they, uh, they're going to move away from their competitor to you. And that would be very good for you because you get the, because you get to gain that competitive edge. Um, the way to identify some out-of-the-box sales promotions, like some ideas, you know, you want some ideas. Just look around for inspiration. You'll see it all over the place. You'll see different ideas and they'll pop into your head. And, and yeah, um, know your target market. You're going to want to know what you're trying, who you're trying to reach with this out-of-the-box sales promotion. So like if it's going to be older people, younger people, middle-aged people, you know, you want to know your competition. So you're going to want to know what your competition is doing. So you'll be able to do something different from them and that'll really bring more attention to you. Uh, put a new twist on old ideas. So like an old example or an example is maybe um, putting a billboard somewhere. That's an old idea. That's an old promotion ideal. But if you make the billboard something crazy and have a lot of splash and colors and just out of the blue, like no one, like no one's ever thought of that before, then that's like a new idea on an old twist, on a new twist on an old idea. And then you want to brainstorm. You just want to think over and over and over again of what you could possibly do. Then you want to test the value of a sales promotion idea. You want to ask yourself, does it really reach that your target audience? So does it really do the people that you want to buy your product really, do they see it and are they interested in it? And does it fit the overall marketing plan? Some, there are some components of sales production. There's the incentive, delivery, and getting the news out. Delivery is you want to, how, how will you get that product to the person? And then getting the news out. How will you, how will you tell everyone that there's a new product out? How will you tell them that? This is a new thing that they can buy. Um, and then that was our first topic. Now our second topic is going to be um, how to employ 
sales promotion activities to inform or remind customers of your business or product. So you want to identify the out-of-box sales promotion ideas. Some sales promotions. There's stimulation of sales. That means you're it's achieved through the contests, give discounts, giveaways, and special offers and similar activities. So that's how people are going to get that uh, sales promotion. Then there's the sales the sales promotion. The actual it's a major part of the SEM, the SEM. Uh, the industry is is really highly competitive. So you want to be the best at it. You want to really put yourself out there because customers have endless possibilities to spend money. They can do their, you can do it anywhere they want. Um, you, you also get to help customers decide to spend that money with them over their competition. So you want to really, really put yourself out there so they decide to buy your product instead of your competition's product. Um, then there's the out-of-box sales promotion. No particular technique, just you want to make it unique. Um, using regular methods is inside the box, not really what you want to do necessarily. Some out-of-the-box steps. There's some steps to doing. There's to uh, prepare for your inspiration. You want to know your target market. You want to know your competition. This means taking their ideas and improving them. You want to put a new twist on an old idea, like I said earlier. And then you also want to brainstorm, like I said. You want to determine the incentive. What is this? What does a sale promotion offer to the customers? What are you offering to them? What are you What are you wanting them to buy from you? Um, is there a chance to save money, or do you, is there a chance to free a Is there a chance to for a free sample or a free gift? Which one? Determining delivery. You want to decide on how to package the incentive. Like how how will you get it out there? Will you do it through a coupon, or will you do it through a contest, or any other thing? And then you want to determine how to get the news out, deciding how you let, will let your customers know about it. Now, implant ticket sales campaign. Um, ticket, there's some ticket pricing strategies. Scaling the house. This is pricing tickets differently based on the location of the seat and the time of purchase. So if you buy a ticket super early, like three months in advance, it's going to be a lot cheaper than buying a ticket right before the event um and then the location of the seat like if it's up row front row it's going to be way more expensive than if it was like in the further back or something where you can't really see it as well as the uh, person or event as well then the, the then there's the yield management pricing you want to maximize revenue with the venues with limited capacity so the venues with limited seating price tickets you have to price the tickets differently to have greater revenue potential. So that, like I said, the seats that are closer, you want to make those tickets a lot more expensive than the seats that are further back. But the people that are up closer get a better view and get a better experience. But you have to pay more for that experience. It's just revenue. Then the ticket sales campaign. Sales campaign to encourage the sale of the tickets to a certain event. Implementation. You must consider immediate accessibility. Consumers expect to order and pay for their tickets right away. They don't want to wait. They just they just want their ticket right then and right there. Then you want to make a theme. You want to make the campaign unique and stand out, just like the out-of-box methods. Just like make it different from your competitors. Then the technology. You want to think about the technology. Most customers purchase on the internet so you have to make sure that it's internet friendly and because people will most likely pay on the internet 
through social media or something. And you want to make this option available and so it will increase the sales. Um, and then there's some interesting ways you can do family nights, which is you can do a certain amount of money for a certain amount of tickets, um, like a, like a pack. You can pay, uh, for a bundle or something. Then there, then there are some unique sales promotions, um, that you can do. You can just make a interesting school night campaign or something, something fun like that. Now, another thing that I'm going to talk about right now is to is your business image. Nope, I'm not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about calculating the media cost. What 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 is media cost essentially? Or how to determine media cost? Circulation, the size of your audience is the most significant factor in affecting media costs. In most cases, the larger the media vehicle's audience, the higher the cost of, of advertising space or time it will be. Um, production costs vary a lot across different media, so high-quality TV and magazine ads cost a great deal to produce, more than just some random newspaper like, like this, while local radio and newspapers' ads are re relatively inexpensive to produce. And then the preferred location of the ad. You want to do the time of ad. Day, night, drive time, which, whichever one you prefer. Whichever one you think is going to be best. You have to do research on that. And then you want to do the position of the ads in print and broadcast media. What shows? What shows that what, what's, going to, what's going to really attract the most attention? Then you want to do your available discounts. The size of the ad. The frequency of purchase and the dollar volume. Demographic mark makeup. Narrowly defined audiences demand higher rates. So they, if you want a smaller uh, target market, you're going to have to pay a little bit more. And then elect editorial climate. Credibility and prestige may influence customers' reactions to an ad. So if they don't like it, they're not going to like it. Then the reproduction quality. You want to make it the higher the quality, the higher the cost. Now there's some media cost types. There's absolute and relative. Absolute cost. That is what that's the total expended expenditure for an ad. It's the cost of production, it's the cost for time and space purchased. You want to check the check rate cards found in standard rate and data services. Uh SRDS. Directors for time and space costs. Now there's a relative cost. To determine if one media type is more efficient than or cost effective over another, you need to use your CPM. That's a based on cost per thousand, often used in print and print media and uh and in the internet. And then there's the CPRP, that's based on cost per rating point. That's often used in broadcast media and outdoors. Then there's the GRP based on gross rating points across a media platform. Um, now there are some media costs for different mediums, like newspapers, how to determine when the circulation and target market are primary factors. Great for locals, less for local ads versus national advertisements, and information given through the use of rate cards. Now there are type of rates. There's the run of page wherever 
paper is placed in the ads, there's flat rates used for one-time placement. There's sliding scale rates, which is more ads will cost less per ad. Combination rates, ads, and FSI will lower the rate. And then there's volume and consistency rates slash disco units. The cost. The costs tend to be lower than, the, than other print media. Position references. Uh, for an example, Sim Advertiser wants an ad placement in a sports section instead of food or employment opportunity section. The colorment of the requirements, including the FSI, freestanding interests, split runs, uh, and then there's split runs. Two different ads produced at the same time. Um, there's some more different medias. There's magazines, rates, how, determ how determined the rates are. Uh, their type of rates, size and frequency rates, volume and consistency rates and discounts, combination rates. Then the cost. The costs tend to be higher than the other print media. Uh, position preferences, front and back cover and inside the front. Color requirements. There's the full bleed pages and gatefolds, gate, gate folds and the spreads. And then another one is television. Uh, how to determine the rates. Larger and higher audiences uh, rating a time of the major factors. Our GRP for telev television and advertisers will ask more for this data. Now there's the squad, cost per point. There's some type of rates, the run of schedule, prime time versus other national network cable and, or other network. Then there's some costs. Uh, some costs are higher than any medium, time availability, morning, afternoon, prime time, late night, demand for time, and peak winter, winter season, and then the length of the ad and production cost. And then there's radio. It's the effective and local regional markets. Uh, you use local personalities and then relative, relatively short production lead time, quick turnaround time. Very good to hit your demographic target market. Rates and how determined. Audience's size and combinations are made are the major factors. Less than uh, TV, but still but can still be expensive. Then the type of rates. Uh, offer the largest discounts of any medium. Run of the schedule. All three all three types are lower costs. There's the weekly package, uh, TAPS or total audience plans. Volume of consistency rates and discounts, and then there's some cost. Then the costs are are lower than TV media time avail availability morning and evening drive production of costs and ad. Thank you for listening to the sports marketing podcast. My name is Brighton Moore. This was episode three. Thank you for listening.